Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode number two eighteen. We are in the off season here, so we are doing uh, we're doing an audio only show here. Uh, so for everyone watching, sorry that you don't get to see our pretty faces. In all fairness, on Tuesday we had a meeting. It was me. It was Cole. It was Justin. I said, "Hey, everybody, good for a show Sunday." Everybody told me, "Yeah," and then. I mean, Justin's just dead or something. I, I don't know. I don't know where he's at. He's not here. He, he He's refusing to talk to us. He's not here. Cole is at least on the phone. I'll give him like 15% credit for being on the phone, but that's all he's getting out of me. Uh, but anyway, but we're here to kind of do our uh, normal, regular off-season show here where we're going to kind of just talk about some things that, uh, that happen in the off-season here. Um, couple of a uh, couple of races that have happened that we haven't really got to talk too much about. We're going to talk about some team moves. Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit of amateur stuff, and uh, yeah, kind of go through go through things that have happened here over the last four or five weeks since uh, since designations. So, um, anyway, before we get started, just thank our sponsors here. Um, all of our sponsors have been with us all year, and most of them are continuing into next year. So, thank our presenting sponsors, TLR Coatings. Um, premier custom trailers and uh and energy fuel the best fucking drink out there links in the description for all those also on board with us uh alias sport um adept creative co uh holster co Gutterworks, jt cycle uh isaac nelson designs clutch media all them on board check links in the description down below discount codes in the description down below we may have a holster code reload rant i'm not sure i may get fired up about something we'll find out here over the course of the next hour here um before we get into this any farther on the phone with me he is our super cross only co-host you might have seen him in some of our reels and shorts tagged as the fat old slow guy it is cole ugetti hey bud I'm back, baby. I'm back. That's a loose term right now. Cue the uh, cue that Aerosmith song. That's a loose you know term. What I'm talking about loose term right now. We cannot do that. We will get a copyright claim. We won't be able to make any money. Battle again. Oh my god. You know okay. All right. Let's get into this. What do you want to start with? You want to start with straight rhythm or World Supercross? Dude, hit me with any topic you want. I just I just want to talk about dirt bikes. What? I rode them today. I love dirt bikes. I mean, I built some supercross jumps. <laughs> Did you? I, yeah, I was at Martin, uh, struggling, absolutely struggling to find a flow. But uh, here we are. Sounds terrible. You're just out, you know. I'm just looking at it as a workout these days. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they rode down the street at that new track at Needham's yesterday. It's not finished yet, but they rode down there. Um, I did not get my bike out. But I think we're gonna ride there Thursday, mm. so we'll see how that goes. I'm gonna I try to. I'm a stone throw away now, so maybe maybe I'll uh, ride down there. Yeah, well, we'll see, man. We'll see. Like I said, uh, they they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we ride Thursday too." I was like, "Okay, sweet. Well, maybe I'll get the bike out Thursday then." I wasn't getting it out yesterday. I wasn't having it. So, um, okay, so let's start. I guess then let's start with straight rhythm here. Um, so straight rhythm. Dude, Marv is just the fucking man when it comes to straight rhythm, isn't he? Yeah, I, yeah, I was, I was very impressed. Um, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of different factors thrown in there. For first time on a two stroke for him, uh, first time on the direct injected two strokes as well, which is a whole different animal. Or yep. the EFI two strokes. Yep. Um. Yeah, just just all of that, and uh, to. To win that, not only win the event, but not lose a run, and still hasn't lost a run. Like out of every single run he's taken, that is a big it, factor. It's pretty right damn there. impressive. Man. 
that is a big fact. When they threw that yeah. out there that he has not even lost a run ever at this race is impressive. So, um, yeah, he was yeah. he was wildly impressive just because he didn't even um, he didn't even look like as I guess as fast as what he apparently was because yeah that was wild. Yeah, he like just just watching him the way he rode, he was it was like very BMX style. Like I noticed after the whoops, like or, or like Mad Skills, like if you play Mad Skills, that's how he was approaching that track. Like he came out of the whoops and like popped the front wheel up right off that last whoop and kind of set it down three feet before the top of that little double, kind of in, in Mad Skills terms, wheelie fling it and uh, like I mean. And that you're, you're splitting hairs, right? And that was a few tenths alone, just just pushing through like that and kind of wheelie flinging the jumps. Yeah. And uh, he was doing that right in the middle of the rhythms as well. And uh, damn, it, it was it was cool to watch. Now, yeah. I I will say, I, I think Kenny would have been a lot closer had there not been any rain. I think he he came off that metal great, and he he definitely looked a little shook in the rain. So yeah, the rain definitely I, played a factor that kind of been closer, but it, it cost us a little bit there. I think it would have been, I think maybe Marv still wins, but he might lose a round at that point. Um, it, it was, it definitely cost us a little something there. So, uh, and speaking of, uh, speaking of K dude, that scrub was fucking yes. ridiculous. Like, Yes. First off, that jump was ridiculous. Albano there, like holy shit, that was awesome. That was a, that was a crazy jump to start with. Everybody was talking about how huge it was, the knuckle on it, the lips on it, everything was just a fucking it was just crazy. And then on top of that, Kenny just throws that scrub. And I mean, dude, he was he was three and a half feet lower than Marv. Like, it was unreal. Well, it was Barsha he did the nasty one on. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so he was, but he was but, still three but, and a half feet lower than him. It was wild. It was one of those scrubs you don't see very often. Like, it's one of those ones like, like Stewart at Muddy Creek on Alessi. Yes. That's one you think of. Yep. Um, you think of Stu going past uh, Carmichael um, in 07. Yep. Uh, just, you know, when you think about scrubs, it's it's those moments, and then that one right there just cemented itself into scrub history. And I think the best part is that it was on Barsha. And there's only one thing that would have made it better, because you know Barsha would have done it, would have looked right into Kenny's soul. I wish <laughs> that Kenny would have just looked over right into Barsha's soul and like kind of gave him that, that fuck you thing. And I think there was a little bit of attitude there, because... You know, you think back, um, Kenny, Kenny's interview was, uh, oh, man, where was it? Arlington, maybe, where Barsha threw it in Kenny's eye and, and the back tire hit the fender or something. And it was all on GoPro. They both had GoPros on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember yep. that one? Yep, yep. And, uh, yeah, those guys, we don't forget. Us riders, we don't forget. No. And, uh yeah, I think there was a little bit of attitude there. Like, like the interview after that race was pretty dang funny, where Kenny was like, "Yeah, Barsha, he just, like he's not the lightest, bright, light, brightest light in the room, I must say." <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I, I think there's definitely a little attitude there too. Like, yeah, I watch this kind of thing, which was for us fans phenomenal. So, did it shock you how good um, he was on that Yamaha, only having one day on it? The Yamaha or the Yamaha? That YZ250 there, did that shock you how good he was on it? Uh, Not really, man. I Kenny is just one of those guys that can... I think he can throw his leg over anything and absolutely shred. Um, and I think that that bike was head and shoulders better than the Honda that he was riding, and he was still pretty dang good on that Honda. So I, I don't think it really shocked me much. Um I guess, uh, yeah, when you got Mitch Payton in your corner and tuning in the carburetor and stuff like that, you don't really have to worry about that kind of thing. So I, I really wasn't too shocked about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to, all in all, man, I, it's just a, a badass event. Like, I, I think it's really cool. Yeah, it's very... And some of the, the one-off stuff. It's like, very, very low-key. Yeah, oh, yeah, AP's gear was fucking hilarious. Um, how about, like, AJ Catanzaro? 
with that bike from uh what's it called from italy or whatever can't get it running he's running like i don't know if you've listened to or watched any of his stuff that was just a that was a fiasco with that thing and then you got mitch payton over here just tuning everybody's stuff like it's pretty wild yeah he's literally it's pretty awesome man it's like real laid back and and even like the gear design kind of stuff like web that set of gear that web was wearing he actually designed that himself yeah which was pretty cool and uh and then guys like Haney are competitive. Like it, it's cool. I the, the guy, it'll never happen. But I would love to see Stu do it again. Yeah, but no way. The Stu. <laughs> We're yeah, not talking Mookie, but no. We're way. talking James. Yep. I mean, and congratulations to James. I know he'll probably never ever hear my voice say this, but congratulations, James, on getting into the Hall of Fame, and damn james you're looking trim it looks like you're getting ready for something yeah he's getting ready for dude he's like me he's training for supercross bro like we're getting ready me and me his and, jawline was back son me and Stu are coming coming in hot dude for for sx 2023 here it's gonna be great well yeah james's jawline is back yours <laughs> on the other hand i don't know man <laughs> but no <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's and how about uh let's go 125 class man carson brown dude i have impressive. that on my list here yeah that was impressive that 3-3 he was doing was fucking huge on a one two five. everybody said that like yeah. yeah that's not that's not a great idea on a one two five, and he did it in the rain too so yeah and the other thing that kind of is a testament to his talent is he had two different bikes there so he was yeah he would do one run on a yamaha and one run on a on a ktm and, and feeling them both out which was which was cool that this event is something that allows that. Mm-hmm. And then also his his skill and talent level to be able to ride both of those bikes and decipher which one would be better for him. Yep. Yep. So, well, and then um, how about Hanny doing that 4-4? That was pretty big. It was big. It was cool. But I don't think it was faster. I don't think it was I that much faster either. Guys, if you could. Yeah, it was It was cool. Um it was about the same, but uh, those guys were soaking it up and getting on and off and kind of driving across that tabletop. And I said, you're splitting hairs in, in that event, and that's that's just enough, I think, driving off that table. Yeah. And what really ruined it for Haney, man, is that dude, he's so talented, looks so awesome on a bike, but God damn, can he not scrub. No. Like, no, he cannot scrub at all it's like the stiffest looking old man butt scrub like it is yeah it is terrible (laughs) yeah i mean he did like the nosedive thing which is is super cool and and swaggy but in that setting he needed to to sack up and scrub that bathroom jump which i mean yeah i guess scrubbing really wasn't ever his thing anyway he was always pretty good at just soaking things up with his legs watching him ride back in the pro circuit days but if he would have been able to dial that in a little more i think he would have he would have been in the conversation but yeah yeah whatever yeah and and how about the banter how about telling marv he needs to go back to alden's yeah (laughs) yeah that was pretty good too so um, all right. Well, I, I think what that is, though, is <clears throat> they're at the track testing and stuff, and I think those two must, I mean, as weird as it sounds, probably have a relationship with each other where they can joke around. Probably. Like, how about that Haney and Marb throwing down, <clears throat> can you imagine? Oh, yeah. That'd be the weirdest thing ever. The weirdest thing ever. <laughs> so, um, but, all right. Hey, anything, anything else with straight rhythm here? That's all I had on my list, so. Uh, no, like, comment, and subscribe so we can go to Street Rhythm. Thank you. That was a great plug there. You're good at this stuff. You should, you should start a YouTube channel sometime. I should see it or should, be you, on it? No, you should start one. You're good at this. Oh, I have one. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Great. Um, all right. Let's yep. go. Yeah. If you guys, uh, <laughs> you know, search my name in YouTube and I, I have a channel as well. <laughs> like right. comment subscribe over there too all right let's move over to world supercross now um so 
two rounds. I wrapped up the first one kind of on my own there. Um, so second round here. Did you watch the stuff um, on TV or did you just watch the replays of it? Um, I watched, I, I'm not going to lie, I haven't watched any of the 250 stuff yet, so I don't really know a lot about what went on there. I do know McElrath did win it, which I believe he was the best guy anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wish uh, that Sealy did a little better. Um, I think Sealy was expecting to jump back in and, and kind of be at the level he was. And it's kind of realizing how hard coming back really is. Well, okay. Um, let's, and then also let's pause, pause. too is just how bonsai and everybody was. I was going to say, let's pause there. So he comes back. He doesn't come back in the 450 class. He comes back in the 250 class. And I think he right. had some wrong thoughts in his head that he was going to come in and just walk all over these kids. And he had forgotten how crazy these kids are. And now he's seen that and he's like, oh, shoot. So... Um, I mean, dude, he had a rough couple of weeks. He was on the ground a couple times with things that weren't even his fault. So, like, I think it mm-hmm. could have gone better for him. But, yes, he, uh, man, it was rough. It was rough for him. It was rough for Chiz. It was, yeah, it was not good. Not good for either of those guys. Because him and Chiz, like, the third main there in Melbourne, I think it was, they were on the ground together in, like, the second corner. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, and if Chiz is on the ground and having a hard time, man, something's wrong. Yep. Yeah. By the way, what have you what's Chiz doing next year? No man. idea. No idea. So Club MX, while we're on this topic, they just released a photo of their race shop. Yeah. Which is super badass, by the way. Um, and there's a number eleven four fifty sitting in there. Hmm. I don't know. I could text him this week and see so, if he responds. So. I mean, FXR gear, Club MX, FXR, Yamaha. It would make sense. Yeah, I should have texted him and got so, an interview from I don't him. Know. I don't know if it was just uh, where they kind of snuck it in there. Like, hey, I wonder if people are going to talk about it or what was going on. But I don't know. I haven't heard anything yeah, about that. But, so I text, I mean, I text Brees to see if he wanted to come on. But he was headed back to Germany to do the German series, I guess, or something, he told me. So he didn't have time to come on. I should have texted Chiz. I didn't think about that. Talked to him about how World Supercross was. So um, so give me give me your thoughts on the World Supercross, what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Do you think it's going to work? Let's, let's just go there. Yeah, I, as a fan, I think it's it's great. It's something new. It's something different. Um, it's the biggest issue I think that these guys are going to face are, are the OEMs and these guys being locked up by the OEMs. Um, it, like Anderson, like he was, he's a guy that would love to do that, travel the world, be a part of that series. But Kawasaki is committed to super motor cross. And, uh, as long as he's on a green bike with a claw on it and under a corporate Kawasaki contract, he isn't going to be able to touch that. Um, kind of like Roxon in the situation he found himself in. So, I it's it's really going to change the game. I think with some contract negotiations and stuff like that here in the states too. Um, like Roxon, man, if he, he if he wants to race here in the states and he's rumored to go to Kawasaki, like we're hearing, um, you know, there's going to be a negotiation in there where it's like, hey, you know, I'm racing the U.S. Series for you, but when I want to go do WSX. I want nothing to do with you guys. I'm doing my own thing kind of thing. So um, I think all that's going to get really interesting. Um, and, and another scenario, Kawasaki could come back and be like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do a different contract with you and we'll, we'll step up and help you in World Supercross too kind of thing. So who knows? It, it's a, it's going to be rewriting some contracts, I think, in my opinion, for um, some of these guys. Do you think some of these guys – sign deals with teams there and then come in essentially as a privateer for the U S series. Like they talked about this on gypsy a little bit. Like, can you imagine, okay, say Kenny right now, he's got, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's the we'll air quote it world champion. Right. So mm-hmm. say, say your Reeves like, yeah, we want you on the team next year, whatever. Okay, cool. So he comes back and, uh, and brings a whatever Honda, like he was riding, and goes out and rides the first, say, five rounds 
of Supercross here or whatever on that bike. He's just in a motorhome with an easy up outside of it because it's all West Coast swing anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Like, is that not uh, is that not good marketing for for the World Supercross to be like, yeah? So our championship guy is over here just waxing the AMA guys. So come see our series or no. something like that. So I I mean I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying it's it's an interesting thought to think about cuz I mean it's not like Feld is going to tell these guys no you can't come ride. So well here's what I would do. If I'm uh who is it Adam Wheeler? Yeah. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, yeah. Adam Wheeler. Yep. Adam Wheeler, if for some reason you ever listen to this, sponsor Ken Roxon, be his title sponsor, have him race in the States with WSX all over the bike. <laughs> and, you know, when Kenny wins or gets on the podium, he, he has to shout out World Supercross. What kind of a shit show would that cause? That to Ken Roxon awesome. on the World Supercross back Honda. That to me is awesome. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, I think that's totally what should happen. That would be great. So, I mean, it would probably never happen, but could you imagine the shit show, shit storm show, whatever term you want to use that would cause? I mean, what's Feld going to do? Are they going to throw a fucking fit and say Ken Roxon can't race here? Do you want to know what that's going to cause? Like, it's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I think they're dumb enough to do it. They are pretty fucking stupid. That's That's a thing. And I should not talk all this shit because I'm definitely sending an email off about uh, about a media pass for this year, this week. So this will go well. No. So, um, yeah, right. it probably won't go well. No, not at all. Uh, so how about the um, how about the Brayton freeze situation here? Have you heard? Uh, have you heard or looked into that at all? Yeah, yeah. I freeze, man. That guy. He's a modern day Michael Essie, slower than Michael Essie though. But like, just just own it, just just own it. That's all I ask. Don't say, "Oh yeah, my rear tire slipped" or whatever. It was plain as day what he was doing. You could see him talking to Grant Harlan on the line in the broadcast. It's literally on the broadcast, and uh, I don't know, man. It's just, Vince Freezy is a good fucking rider. Let me let me just say that. But God damn, he makes some stupid decisions. My, I mean, my th- my thing you is, must make a. Go ahead. My thing is, is like how how many times is Mike Genova and them gonna let this happen before they're like, look, dude, we we just can't keep you anymore because like he's gonna end up hurting. Yeah, someone. but like, I think they. I know they like it because it yeah. bring it does bring it does bring media to the team type deal, you know, and 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 bring Tons coverage to the Tons team. But at the same time, it's like okay, so at what point then does this guy actually do something? I mean, we almost got it last year with him and Craig. Like he was mm-hmm. six inches away from absolute disaster with Craig. So at what point does he? You know, at, like at what point do you just say, "Look, dude, I can't keep doing this because you're gonna hurt somebody." You're legitimately going to actually hurt one of these guys. And then at that point, then your team is just dead because like it's just, you, you just can't be a part of that. Like, I mean, I, I love, rough, no, I and- love rough racing and like, I'm okay with rough racing here, here and there, you know, whatever, but man, there has to be a point and there just doesn't seem to be a point with him. And he, and like you said, he doesn't own it. Like you go back and you look at Barsha last year at, at the end of the year with Mookie. He owned that shit, okay? And everybody kind of looked at it. At least he did. Yeah, and everybody kind of looked at it and went, well, that's that's Barsha, and at least he owned it. But, like, with Freeze, it's always an excuse. And, like, now you have the most cool, calm, collected dude of Justin Brayton literally almost in a physical altercation with you in the pits. Like, this is how mad you've made this guy, is that he's almost in a physical altercation. Like, at some point, it's got to be like you're either going to play the villain or you got to stop doing what you're doing. And he doesn't seem to want to stop doing what he's doing. And he doesn't seem to want to play the villain that he is. So it's like, what the fuck? Are, what are you fucking doing? Yeah, Vin- Vince the villain. Vince the villain. Yeah, like just roll wow. it, bro. Vince Freezy. So you'll be stoked to you'll be stoked to hear this. So 
Guess what I did? You bought we're a, on the topic of Vince Freeze. You bought a Vince Freezy jersey. Yes, I think I told you this. You did, but I have a Vince Freezy Liat jersey, and this is for the listeners too because they, they need to know this. So I bought a Vince Freezy jersey, Liat one, kind of partial because I worked at Liat and never got an athlete jersey. So I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll take one. And bought this thing, and uh, you know my my plan is to have this Vince Freezy jersey on my wall in the garage, and. Uh, I'm going to have all my boys over. I'm going to be an old fart still watching Supercross. When I'm like 65, grandkids are going to come over and they're going to be like, Grandpa, who's this freezy guy on your wall? Like, who is that? And I'm going to be like, kids, pull up a chair. I've got some stories to tell you about Vince Freezy. That's it. That's the reason. What do you think of that? Yeah. I think I could have saved my money. I mean, yeah. I don't need. I don't need a Vince Freezy. I don't need a Vince Freezy. Jesus, Jesus. Vince Freezy's worth 130 bucks, boys and girls. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So buy some merch, subscribe, whatever. I need to get <laughs> need to get my losses back. I need some contingency here on this one. So actually, hit me up, slide into my DMs, and buy some Pro Taper product. Um, what do you, th- so what do you think about the format they were doing there, uh, at these world supercross rounds? Now, as a fan, I really enjoy it. I wish the races were a little longer. Maybe what were they? Eight, eight and 12. Uh, yeah, for 450. Yeah. Eight, eight, 12. Yeah. Yeah. So I may, I maybe like a 10, 10 and 15 or something. Yeah. I think that'd be, be better. cool. But, uh, no, as a fan, love it. More racing. It, uh, gives it's like the triple crowns here in the states gives you know another guy that might have had a shitty start a chance at getting a better start the second time and mixing it up kind of like savachi's situation um but as a rider i would fucking hate it i would absolutely hate my life you got like alex ray let's ask alex ray what he thinks (laughs) yeah uh, and like kenny like he could have rode around on that back tire, I think, and finished. But what well, you got a five minute turnaround time to where he would have had to throw a back tire on there? Would he have made it? Yeah, that's a I good question too. You know, so um, so that I think there's some some tweak in there. Like as far as the format goes, like I think they're off to a good start. I think you know the show is all fine and dandy too. They're bringing in some. Some uh, some music, some freestyle, some of that other stuff instead of just racing. Yeah, like, and, and it they, is a show. You got to be entertained all the way through. Um, but the fucking broadcast is not good. Man. No, the broadcast was not great, and they definitely need to work on that. the 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 show itself, I think, was really good. Um, they uh they made some changes between round one and round two, which was good. Um, yeah, the broadcast needs some tweaking. I did like um, in the second round here how they did what they were talking about doing, where they want to go to these places and do like the local local series one night and then the World Supercross the next. But even that needs some tweaking because it's like we were watching like mm. the 250 heat races and then all of a sudden we've got the World SX guys out there for practice or whatever. So like I think they need to kind of mm-hmm. tweak how they're doing that. But I did... I did like it, but it's it's got to be tweaked. I don't like the way it worked. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. think, I think I don't know if it was Gypsy or something else I was listening to. They were talking about how they need to go to where they do like the first two 250 races, then the first two 450 races, and then go back to 250s, and then go back to 450s for their last one. And that allows them, because um, like a lot of people have been saying, like there is enough time between races to really figure out points and figure out where the fuck you need to be or what you need to be doing. So if you did that and allowed more time between race number two and race number three with both of the classes, well, now you can figure out points. Now you can figure out all the different, who needs to finish where and what and how in order to... Um, to to win this race or whatever and you can kind of build some story and build some drama behind it like right now it's so fast that it's like man you go through race two and it's like you got five minutes to start a race three well who has what points who needs to finish where 
I don't understand what's happening. Like, there's just there's too much with it. Um, so I think they do need to work on spreading that out. I'm sure they will. Like, I, like I said, they've they've taken they've taken some cues between uh, race one and race two already. So I'm sure next year when we start hitting this hard, it's gonna be gonna be better. Yeah, and like I said the broadcasting too with Ralph Shaheen, man. This is where I'm going with this. Like Ralph Shaheen, that that is my point here. Like what that guy's a turd. <laughs> Man, Ralph's, like, a, Ralph's a great I, I guy, to, but I listened to some one-on-one podcasts with him, like that Steve did with him. Yeah, and like the guy, like good guy. I understand his like the blue Yamaha things when he was explaining all that kind of stuff. I get it, but damn, like you give him something to, he drives it home over and over and over again, and his like his whole drop the gate like right as the gate hits the ground shit i hate it so much (laughs) hate it Uh, like jesus like it's pretty nostalgic and cool hearing jeff and ralph but i hearing them i don't miss them one bit at all (laughs) nope do you miss ralph and jeff after listening to world supercross no 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 not at all not at all. Ricky Ricky gives great dudes better insight. Yeah, like nothing against Fro and Ralph, but yo, uh, Ricky Ricky gives way better insights. And um, what's his nuts there? Old old uh, foreign guy there, whatever. Like yeah, it's it it is better better now than what those two are. Cause man, yeah, that's there is a lot there, especially with Ralph and the drop the gate and the whatever and, and then like yeah, he'll say stuff like, and he's just uh, like he's just like way off and it's like i don't know if he's off because he's just out of practice with talking about moto stuff or if he was off back in the day too like this but it, it's not great no he ugh, yeah so yeah that's that's about all i got with little super cross i just and, and well here's my Here's my segment. I'm going to call it Grinds My Gears. You know what really grinds my gears, Travis? What, Cole? Sponsored by Maxima Gear Loop. No, I'm just <laughs> You know what grinds my gears is all these motherfuckers on Twitter just digging and digging to find a reason to talk shit about World Supercraft. Oh, like, yeah. I, I didn't see a single <laughs> positive thing about it. Like all these American U.S. industry nut huggers are doing nothing but talking shit about it. Like, why not? It, like, hey, good, good effort. Like, this is what I would change, and it could be better. Like, you had some good athletes there, Roxon, etc. Like, yeah, get them next year, two year pilot series, not bad. But no, fuck this. It'll never work. Fucking garbage ass tracks, flat tires. Blah 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 blah. Like, get the fuck out of here. There is Give a, these guys a chance. There is a bunch of dudes online that are really good at logistics for world worldwide events. They are so good at logistics for worldwide events by saying how this won't work and what's wrong with it and the dirt and all and on and on and on and on. And it's like, man, you've never left left Hobunk, Kentucky. How the fuck do you know what happens in London? Very confused here. Very confused. Right. So yeah, no, there there's a bunch of fucking morons out there, definitely hating on it. Um, there's definitely improvements to be made, and I think we'll see that. Uh, were the tracks great? No. Um, do they have the possibility to be better? Yes. Do I think they're going to get better? Yes. So I think for what we had here, which was a two round warm up, uh, 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 soft launch series, I think it was. Okay, and I think by next year it's going to be leaps and bounds ahead of where it is this year, and I think they have enough money to run for several years before we really have to start worrying about, like, is it going to go away? Um, so, yeah, I think I think we're good on all of that. Um, yeah, and, and last thing I'll say about World Supercross, do you – and this is kind of my conspiracy theory. You know how much we love conspiracies. Do you think they'll be getting together with like the the promoters of like this weekend we've got Paris going on, Geneva, et cetera, and bringing those into the series? Um, I don't know, man. 
I'm not sure about that. I don't. I don't really know. So it, dep- it really I mean, depends. If I'm those guys, I would be at least talking to them, like saying, "Hey, how could we make this work?" To you know, where your event is part of the World Supercross Series. You know I'll be. I mean? I'll be really honest. Probably not because Eric Pinard's not going to want to piss off the U.S. guy, the U.S. teams, because he still wants to have access to these U.S. guys um, to bring them mm. over for his events like this. So my thing is, is like, I don't think it'll really hurt him. But is it going to hurt his attendance because World Supercross is going to go into these places too? And so all of a sudden now you're going to go from, well, Paris was the only France or French SX race that had um, had these U.S. guys to now all of a sudden, oh, there's a there's a WSX round, you know, in August or whatever. Here. No, I'm saying like it is the WSX round. Yeah, but, that, but, yeah, but that's what I'm but that's what I'm saying is I don't I, I don't think so. Because I think Eric Pinard's going to want access to these U.S. guys to be able to bring them over. So, no, I think I don't think it's going to work that way. I think they're going to end up uh, also going to war, kind of, with WSX, which is stupid. But mm-hmm. I don't know. WSX definitely, uh, definitely rubbing salt in the wound everywhere, you know. And but hey, but they made super duper motocross happen. So thanks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, more money, more racing, more more things to talk about. So, yeah, thank you guys. Yep. Like, comment, subscribe. We can hear us talk about it. <laughs> All right, so we think Kenny's going to go to Kawasaki for 2023 here. That's what we're thinking. Uh, do I? Yeah, I kind of do. Um the the Red Bull thing is the biggest obstacle. Um you know, but like what we heard JT say, if they, if they get a million dollars to stroke a check to him, fuck it. They're getting Ken Roxon, a worldwide athlete. Um, and I think maybe Monster will have a little more money to play around. You know about this lawsuit they just won? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, Jeff Walker is no longer going to be a bang athlete because bang got their shit banged by a lawyer <laughs> from Monster. <laughs> And $293 million lawsuit or something that Bang's going to have to pay out to, to Monster. So, uh, I mean, there's, there's some money right there that, that they could put in Ken Roxon's pocket. Yeah, we'll and see, man. I think, uh, you know, Kenny is a Red Bull guy, but I think Kenny's attitude sometimes and the way he is fits the Monster brand. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I um and uh, and I think Kenny's like all of us. I think he's a hooker for money, and Red Bull's been paying him a lot of money. But I think all of a sudden, if Monster comes in and says, "Well, you can ride a Cowie," here's a million bucks. Here's your bonus structure. You're gonna be third man. Yeah, blah, go blah, out blah. and do the Doonies video yep. or do some of that dumb shit. And he'd be that's that's him. Like it, it, Ken was in that DBK video a little while ago. Yep. Like if if monsters like hey go out and throw some whips with Axel Hodges or something, like that's Kenny. I think it could be a good thing for him. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Red Bull. I love their exclusivity. I love the way they do things. But I, I think Kenny would be. I think he fits the monster mold a little better. I think so too. I think you're right. So, um, yeah, and realistically, I don't I don't know where else he goes. Like. I don't think he goes to KTM. No. I don't think he goes, uh, you know, he's not going to star. So I think the, I think the, no. Monster- and the only reason he would, yeah. The only reason he would get that Cowie ride is monster money. Um, cause corporate Cowie money is wrapped up in AC and, uh, Jason Anderson. Yeah. Now yeah. If they do make a third spot. That is going to be just monster money. Kind of like Chad Reed's deal. Yep. Chad Reed, when he rode for that team, it was he was literally just funded by Monster. So Yep. So uh, yeah. Okay. No, I'd like to see him. I think he'd look cool on a Cowie. Cowies look sick. It'd be interesting to see. I'm sure we'll find out here before our Supercross preview show. Um, all right. So a couple other things I had here. Uh so Daxon Bennett uh signs with Star. He is at the goat farm, riding mm-hmm. at the goat farm. Um, so that's interesting because he's been a ktm orange brigade guy for a long time yeah i think orange brigade's putting a lot of their stock into casey cochran 
I think so, too. Coming up to the pipe. Yep. Um, but Daxton Benick, I think, um, I think that's a Deegan connection there. Probably. Kind of making that happen. Yeah, I kind of thought that same uh, thing there, too. So, I did see a video of him riding the other day. Uh, Benick, uh, riding Supercross. Eh. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It was kind of ass. Yeah, that's kind of how we felt. It's kind of how we feel about Deegan. Well, speaking of Deegan, I got this too. Ride Supercross, you know. Let, so, so let me ask you this. Does uh does Deegan go out and just dominate Supercross features this year? No. Who beats Who's him? in it? I don't know. We well, He's going to be up against who? Ryder D and Hymas? Probably Hymas. Ryder D? Uh, isn't Ryder, Ryder D D's going to be in future? I thought Ryder D was riding pro circuit. No, I think they're keeping him down in futures for Supercross. I thought he took, um, whose spot did he take there? Uh, who did they drop? Fuck. I'm, I'm, they didn't drop any anyone. They're still waiting on Jet Reynolds to make his debut. Uh, that was who it was, was who I thought they were dropping. Okay, well, look, it hasn't been announced yet that Jet Reynolds is racing anywhere Supercross yet, so we're just going to go ahead and assume that he's not. And that uh, he, that, uh, yeah, that Ryder D is going to get that spot. So you got Hymas. I mean, Benick will be racing it too, but he didn't look great. Plus he's a, yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I, I think Deegan dominates the futures class, much like Ryder D did last year, except for, I don't think Hymas beats him at the end. I think, I think Deegan's going to win it. You have that YouTube salami shaped meat right in your mouth, dude. I mean, again, you show me someone who's going to beat him in Supercross, and I'll be like, eh, maybe. Can't time him. No. Yeah. No. I don't think so. I don't think Hymas is faster than him. I think Hymas can hit a set of whoops better. Hymas didn't have nothing for him in in the, in the, uh, what's it called? Um... In the uh, the combine combine stuff, yep. The corn husker, yep. Mm, I don't know, man. I, but let's be honest, man. If Deegan doesn't win, there's something wrong because he has literally every tool possible at his disposal. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like he, if like, he needs something, he gets it. Yeah, like he should win it, but it, but it. If he doesn't, then it's going to, yeah, then it's even more of a shocker of like, holy shit, he didn't actually win this. So I don't know. That was just something I thought of uh, today was like, man. Yeah, I guess I don't really know who's set up to go to Futures, I guess. Um, I mean, it's going to be one, two, three, maybe four factory kids. Maybe. Uh, And then the rest will be just like your, your guys around here that sign up for it just to put pro supercross guy in their bio i'm gonna i'm gonna sign up yeah find out it's gonna be great no it's gonna be great i got i got I me mean, i got practically a full supercross track at the house now so okay good talk no you don't yes i do no uh i got one two i got two sections built Three is coming by the end of the week. Four, five. I'll have five sections by the time I'm done. And a whoop section. Uh, I'll come rip it. On your on your motocross suspension, on your gas gas 450? I'll ride your stock cock Yamaha. I'm getting supercross suspension done next week. Okay, there we go. We're going futures here. Futures at 40. This is the next name of the next video, okay? I'll come ride your suspension on it. Whatever you say. Who's doing it? Whatever you say. TCD. Who's doing the suspension? TCD. Okay. It's going to be great, dude. Carnal style. I'm excited, dude. Only fans over here. Um, all right. Anything else you got? Uh, I don't have anything else for this show here. That's all I got. This is a short show, and since Justin, here's here's my here's my holster co reload rant. Justin, where the fuck are you? No call, no show. No call, no show. Like a fucking asshole. Hey, 
have you seen this dude in NASCAR? Who? Have you seen this video going on right now from uh, the race today? No. Not yet. I'm watching Formula One right now. This motherfucker. You know on NASCAR 05, you know, you go into the corner and you just ride the wall around it? Yeah. All right. So this motherfucker needed like two spots to get into the final four. Okay. He puts her in fifth, puts her on the wall, wide open, rides the wall on the last corner, passes five dudes and gets it. That's awesome. Like NASCAR 05 GameCube style. That's awesome. Dude, go look it up. It's like, it's going to be talked about forever. I'm going to. This is going to be sick. Where'd they race today? Uh, I don't know. Martinsville, maybe. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, I'm going to look at it. I don't up. follow NASCAR a lot, but it was fucking, it was badass. It was mm. cool. Yeah, I don't follow it at all either. Been so. watching it a little more, but. But no, other than that, man, um, that, that's all I really got on my mind. Uh, oh, uh, I guess, uh, I guess, the, I guess awesome. the only other thing, Colt Nichols to HRC. That's interesting. We'll see how that goes. I'm yeah. not really sure. How that happened what, is where you're getting at? No, I'm not sure how it goes for him. We'll have to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um. I think the only reason he got that ride is, and I like Colt because he's a he's a hustler. He's not afraid to ask, um, and I think it's just a matter of him calling, picking up the phone, and saying, "Hey, I want to ride that bike. I want this opportunity. Like, what's it going to take?" Yeah. Um, whereas, like a guy like Savachi, who would have been in a good position for that ride, I don't think he's picking up the phone and calling. Yeah, probably not. Um. Because, like, Nichols, when he got his Star Yamaha ride, he knew where Star Yamaha guy got, where they were going. Mm-hmm. He'd show up and ride with them. Yep. Yep. Like, same thing. Um, and that's what he was going to do. He said he was going to move to California and just show up and ride at the tracks with those guys. Yeah. And uh, I think that's what happened. He just picked up the phone and called, and he's a likable guy. Um, you know, I think he'll, I mean, he'll be growing pains. I think he'd be, like, 12 to 15, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe squeak in top ten here and there, but or he can come out and shock the world. I don't know, but either way, I think it's a cool deal for him, and hopefully, he has a good enough season to to keep his career rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. not, there's this thing called World Supercross. It's like a retirement <laughs> home. I think it's going to turn into more than a retirement home here as it moves forward. It might not be for twenty three, but I think twenty four going forward, it's going to be gonna be more than just a retirement home so yeah and and i think it's gonna be really interesting we're gonna go back to world supercross but i think it's gonna be really interesting to see what it does to the european guys are they gonna be starting to ride supercross more where are they gonna have better tracks built over there in places are guys like jason baker or you know mark barnett some of these supercross track builders are they getting calls to hop on a plane and go over there and build a track for some of these guys so they can start pursuing Supercross? Um, You know, if that's going on, you know, us Americans are in trouble, man, because I think those guys over there, you know, they got it going on. They can get it figured out, and they figure out how to beat us. So, um, I don't know. I think that'll be interesting as well, see what it does to the European guys. Yep, I think we're definitely going to see a Supercross wave uh, going across Europe here. So maybe even some other places. Maybe even India. I heard Japan's on the roster for next year. So we'll see, mm-hmm. man. We'll see. So. Yep. All right. Well, this has been another yep, episode. Yep. This has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, episode number 218. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Off-season show here, so shorter than normal. Uh, Justin, fuck you. No call, no show. Don't know where you're at. Cole, thanks for calling in at least. At least you gave 15% effort here, so that's cool. Um, and yeah, yep. and this will be probably our last show here, everybody, until uh, till we start the uh, 23 season here, which we will be recording mid-December. Should be out a week or so before, uh, before the Supercross season opener. I have some gems, some f- absolute gems pulled already of you two talking down to me about how stupid i am about things 
And man, did your comments not age well at all. Oh, it's glorious. Cut them up. Cut them up. Dude. Oh, Just let them rain on us. Oh, don't the worry. They're getting cut. They're getting captioned. They're going on the shorts feeds. Oh, God, it is glorious. I mean, there are just some absolute Hey, do you want to run our Justin Hill bet back? Do you want to run it back? Oh, dude. Oh, I'm. No, oh, uh, you're going to see it. Oh, man, because that is coming up. In fact, do you want to run it back for this year, though? Oh, no. No, no. I'm good right now. We'll see. We'll see what's going to happen oh, here. Oh, I don't, I don't like stealing. A little more promising. No, I don't like stealing money from people. So, um, yeah, this year for sure. Like, like last year was great because you, you two thought him and Benny were going to make every single main. And here I am. Wow. I was not on the Benny train. Well, I called you both fucking morons, and man, was I was I right? It's hard being right all the time, but I am right a lot. So, hey, I don't think I was on the Benny train. No, you were on the you were on the Justin Hill train though, and I told you the only thing he could do was shadow box the thing behind the behind the start line, and uh, yeah, yeah. and in, in this case, he wasn't just he wasn't even shadow boxing that; he was just shadow boxing himself at home, like wild shit, absolutely hey, wild. Shit. Well. Unlike Justin, I did pay up on my bet. So this is also true. This is also true. So, all right. Anyway, thanks to all the sponsors for the off season show here and uh, links in the description down below, all sorts of merch links and everything in the description down below. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will see y'all for the Supercross preview show in December. Later. Take it easy.